Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. It's Brooklyn's Radio Spring into Action Month, which is all about the benefits of good health and well-being. And I'm here today with two specialists in their fields. It's uh, Matt's and Zoltan, uh, who have kindly agreed to be part of our month of activity. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us today. So a good starting place for our listeners is to give a brief introduction to the type of services that you offer. Uh, Matt, if I start with you. Fantastic. Um, all right, Barry. So uh, my name is Matt Colbyonson. Uh, I typically work with uh, entrepreneurs and creative professionals whose confidence and self-belief might be getting in the way of them uh, being able to, to live their life in the way they want to, um, they, you know, getting in the way of their, their life and work. So I help them break free from, from all of that, break free from their own self-perceived limitations and, uh, and ultimately live the life they want and, and create what they want in their, in their business as well. So as a short uh, introduction to that, thank you very much to Matt and Zoltan. Yes, hello Barry, hello to your listeners. Zoltan Zavadi, I release bodies... I tend to work with precision performers, and my passion is musicians, who are in long-term pain or discomfort from holding postures, from repetitive playing and you know, carrying equipment around, the stress of performance and so on. I work with their bodies to bring them out of pain, bring their bodies into a greater sense of ease, greater sense of alignment, so that they can get back to doing what they love, playing the music that they love. Excellent. Thank you very much. So whilst you guys have got complementary services, how did you actually get to know one another? Yes, well, the, the interesting thing, Barry, we're, we're here today with you, but so this is actually the first time I, I meet uh, Sultan face-to-face in, in person. <laughs> excited about this today. Uh, we've, we've been working together uh, more and more closely um, online um, over the course of um, a year or so. Um, so yeah, we we uh, we were introduced uh, by a fellow uh, practitioner uh, who said you got to to speak together uh, because of the the clients that we tend to to work with. So uh, that's how that all came about. Very interesting. So let let's talk about your individual specialisms in in a bit more detail. And, and I'll start with Matt's again, if that's all right, Matt's. Um, so let's say I came to you because I'm I'm not feeling as confident as I would like to be, and maybe suffering with anxiety. If I've got a difficult situation to deal with, what's the approach and the stages that we'd work through together? So with our work, a lot of elements come into to play here. But if I work with people on, on a one-to-one basis, uh, we usually come together, uh, have, a, have a long uh, discussion about uh, where that person is and, uh, and what they're wanting to do and what they're wanting to, to overcome, what their challenges are. We come up with a plan together uh, and usually work over a, uh, over a period of time together, uh, both on a one-to-one basis um, and also um, online elements to that. Um, and yeah, we work uh, primarily uh, over in in regards to people's uh, confidence and anxiety levels um, to 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 build them up. And, and your background, what's what's the science behind what you do? Can you talk a little bit about that? So I've got I've got a background in psychology and mental health. So I actually used to run uh, mental health services for charity organisations, uh, and then gradually uh, felt that perhaps I wanted a bit more autonomy uh, and set things up for myself. So uh, gradually uh, specialised in in, uh, in confidence building and reducing levels of anxiety. And I was. Uh looking at one of your videos online this morning on your website and it was talking about breathing techniques which i found really interesting can you tell us about that 
Nice. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. So, so I'm not sure which uh, video you did watch, Barry, but you know, there, there's many ways of doing things. I mean, one of my uh, one of my favourites is uh, is what's called Seven Eleven. I find it a very uh, easy technique to to remember. Uh, and uh, yeah, essentially, it's it's all about uh, breathing in uh, calmly, counting to seven, and breathing out calmly, counting to eleven. Uh, part of that is because you're focusing on something so therefore you're focusing on on the here and now you're focusing on your counting and your breathing uh, and also uh, if you felt uh, levels of anxiety rising uh, you were likely to to start breathing quicker um, and um, your your oxygen levels rising so with uh, breathing in for a shorter amount of time and breathing out for a longer amount of time all of that can balance out so yeah simple technique but very effective it sounds easy to do but actually it's not as easy as it sounds because seven in 11 out the 11 out i was struggling with i have to say it it took me by surprise (laughs) yes exactly yeah absolutely Uh, um, do you tend to work on a one-to-one basis more predominantly or do you working with groups of people so uh, I do a lot of one-to-one work. Uh, I also uh, do workshops uh, and talks. Um, usually when you, when you can see people in person, I would do a lot of talks and workshops uh, out and about. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it now is online, of course. Um, so both the talks and, and one-to-one work. And if someone comes to you with a problem, how long would it normally take to rectify? I guess that's a big question because it depends on what they've got wrong with them. But on a normal course... How many sessions would you expect to have with an individual to help them to improve? Well, yes, as you just rightly said, Barry. I mean, you know, it's how long is a piece of string uh, type scenario? It's it's about individual uh, challenges, and therefore uh, it varies a lot. Um, but I say typically I work with people uh, either over sort of a six week period of time or, or, or three months period of time, um, and we will have as many sessions as it takes within that period of time to to get over that challenge that they present with. And I was thinking right in saying on your website, it's kind of broken into three stages that you work through. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Amazing that you picked that up, Barry. <laughs> Something must be working. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, it's, it's very much a, a three-step process. Um, so I've de- developed a, a, a three-step uh, process uh, through, through working with hundreds of clients over the years. <laughs> Uh, and it's all about essentially to, to access to access existing resources and uh, that we will have available. We just need to, to bring them out, uh, and then we create a new balance with that, uh, and then expand on that with various tools and uh, techniques that people can continue to to use long after we work together. And I'm presuming your clientele that you would have could be from anywhere. Yes, absolutely. I, I work with, with people in, in various countries. Uh, you know, with with the technology now, it's, it's easy access. So yes, I, I work with people here, there, and everywhere. Uh, you know, limitless in terms of uh, where they are. And uh, you offer specific training courses as well. I do. Uh, I do do uh, training courses as well. Absolutely, I, I offer that, and I, I, I also uh, from time to time run retreats uh, where people come together and work with me over or a, a more sort of uh, intimate and um, prolonged period of time uh, together. Okay, thank you. Let's uh, have a chat with Zoltan now. Uh, let's move over to you and the, the name of the company first. Yes, Adagio Hands. Tell me more about the name of the company. Where did that come from? Yeah, well, 
Adagio is a, is a musical term. It means slow, measured, purposeful. And the reason I came up with that... Oh, look at that, right on cue, some music. <laughs> the, the, the reason I came up with that was um, I, I was wanting to focus on helping musicians, and many musicians are struggling, actually, over this year with the whole COVID issue. Um, but the, the term also reflects how we work with longer-term uh, embedded issues, body structure issues. There's no quick fixes, I'm afraid. It needs to be measured. We need to work towards a defined goal uh, with a pace, pacing the work so that we're relaxing and releasing and strengthening muscles and tissues in the right order. So that's where the adagio comes from. Understood. So, so again, if I came to you for that initial consultation, what's the process that you go through? Yeah. Well, can I say it's, you know, there are lots of similarities with what Matt, Matt has done there. Because if you think about it, and if your listeners imagine going to, for a consultation, the first thing you want to be able to do is describe what's happened. So we take a case history. When did it all start? What's the problem? And many people may have various things going on in their bodies, may not be fully aligned or what have you, but it's not a problem. And so why come to me? Only come to me if, if there's a problem to be solved. We take a case history, we look at what's happened, uh, we look at the symptoms, and then if it's appropriate for the person to work with me, as opposed to anything else, they, you know, do they need to go to accident and emergency? Do they need to go see an orthopedic consultant? Do they need to have a scan? All those other options. But if it's right for them to work with me, then we develop a program of body work that involves a lot of work from me, obviously, but also some work from the client as well. And many of your testimonials are from musicians, I noticed. Um, how did that actually start in the first place? Did you start out with that in mind that they would be your target audience or did that just come about having started the practice? That's a great question, Barry, that I'm not sure. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me start talking and see if some sense comes out of it. Um, I, um, w- w- when when I, I trained as a body worker, and you know, in a way you're constantly training and constantly developing your skills... Um, I did notice that um, many people were then off to treat sports people and athletes and so on, and um, which is great, and I treat them too. But with a musical background um, and having had some musical kind of physical issues of my own, I thought, well, that's interesting. Who's catering for the musicians who are suffering, whether it's uh, popular musicians, classical musicians, bands, orchestras? Where is their pitch side physio where is the stretcher to bring them off the stage when one of them has an injury where's the tv cameras showing how them rolling on the ground so it seems that there's um, they're far less well catered for and the whole issue of musicians in just in, injuries is far less prominent than it is for sports people and again, when I looked at your website, again, it, it seemed to be broken into three different stages between easing the tightness, relieving the pain, and addressing the structural pain. Do you want to go through each of those yeah. very quickly? Yeah. Well, do, do you know, often when, when I'm talking about my work, I do, I do encourage um, listeners, including yourself, 
to think about their own bodies and how they're feeling in their own bodies because it is an opportunity just to be present to to your own body when you're listening to a discussion on body work um, and broadly the the sequence of event, events is this if you're not relaxed if you're tight everywhere then it's very difficult to effect change it's very difficult for me to effect change in your body and it's very difficult for you as well so the first thing to do is to help you relax feel more at ease in your body allow the tissues to relax to stop gripping the second phase once that relaxation and that that tension release has happened then we can start to manually or through exercise stretch release areas of the body more actively so if there is a you know some people may have heard of knots in the muscles or or you know, tightness what have you um, stuckness we can start to release that and then the third a lot of people stop there they think okay i've i've stretched a lot and you know i feel relaxed so i must have done everything i can but what they haven't addressed is why did the problem arise in the first place why have they become tense what um, what why is their pain and if we don't address the reason then chances are it's going to come back it'll happen again so that's where we get into rehabilitation into strengthening building up the areas that need to be strong to maintain a nice body alignment and not overstress muscles that aren't intended to work all the time. So a question back to both of you, I guess. Um, common issues you've seen in the context of COVID and lockdown? Shall I pick that up, Matt? Um, yes, very interesting study, actually, um, uh, from one of the uh, health, health insurers recently, uh, said that broadly there's a split between um, ankle issues knee issues back issues and neck issues and if you think about it that makes sense so for all those people who might be working from home over a zoom call looking down at their laptop working at the kitchen table unfortunately that's not the same as working in an ergonomic chair with a desktop in the office so many people unfortunately have started to develop lower back pain and neck pain and then the other category is people who have tried to stay fit and after a day of sitting at home, go out for a run or go out for a cycle in the way they always did, but having had a whole day of not doing very much. And that's why we're seeing the ankle and knee injuries. And perhaps later on, I can offer some tips to just how to reduce the risk of those kinds of things happening. Very good. Um, and Matt's, I guess, confidence the factors of confidence, people's confidence having been literally locked away for a year. Are you getting more clients coming to you with issues of that nature, anxiety about literally going back into the public? Yes, absolutely. Uh, as, as you well know, one of my specialism areas is, is working with anxiety. And, and obviously, you know, <laughs> what's happened over the last year can be uh, very anxiety provoking for, for people. So, yes, there, there's been a lot of uh, people seeking uh, my, my services because of anxiety about and, and, and dealing with the uncertainty of what's going to happen going forward in the future. We're, we're, we're not quite sort of overcome uh, all of this as yet. So. Uh, anxiety about all of that is is rife at the moment i'm afraid and the two of you came together fairly recently for a webinar i think an event is that right so do you want to talk a little bit about that 
That, that, that's right, yes. Um, thanks for mentioning it. So, um, uh, when was it, Matt? So it's, do, do you know, I look at Matt and I'm just smiling because it's the first time we met. I'm super excited. <laughs> um, so, um, w- it was last week, wasn't it? And under the, pa- the banner of Mind Your Body and Mind, uh, this session was called Flourish in the Face of Uncertainty. So, um, we thought, well, you know, what what can people do physically? What can people do um, mentally to keep moving forwards um, in, in their lives, you know, in the wider sense, when there's uncertainty? You know, will we be going back to work in two weeks' time? If we do, what's that going to be like? Will we be, you know, all, all those uncertainties. I realise the programme's going out, um, maybe, uh, I'm not quite sure when, but um, maybe lockdown has started to ease already, so... so that uncertainty will still be there in some shape or form. Can we go on holiday? You know, what's going to happen at Christmas? So flourishing in the face of uncertainty, we felt, was, um, was a really topical thing um, at, at this time in spring. And um, what sort of clientele attended the event? So, so, so a lot of our, our, our clients uh, individually were, were there, uh, and uh, I also found out uh, a lot of people from New York. <laughs> so um, so our events go out on Eventbrite, so, so they're widely uh, uh, promoted, and obviously online events are accessible to, to everyone. So, uh, But yes, obviously people wanting to find out how to flourish in the face of uncertainty, both from a, a psychological and, and physiological perspective. And have you got plans to do more of these in the future? We, we have. And Matt, do you remember the title? Of it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the, the next one will, will be uh, on the topic of, of how uh, our, our mental health can support our, our physical health and vice versa. Um, so we are doing these events under, under the, the banner of Mind Your Body and Mind. Uh, and we're asking this time whether uh, your, your body and, and mind are mutually supportive. Okay. So I'm joined this afternoon by both Matt and Zoltan. Thanks again for coming along. And it was a real surprise to me that it's the first time that you guys have met face to face. So it's, it's great we pulled you together and there's been a good reason to do that. Uh, but tell us what the future looks like for the pair of you. Yes, thank, thank you, Barry. And I, as I said, I'm very excited to be here with Matt too. Um, in the immediate future, 12th of April is the date when, um, w- when hands-on work should be uh, resuming, albeit with the usual uh, COVID precautions. So I'm very ha- excited about that because I, you know, it, it is a fantastic uh, modality and a lot of people appreciate the hands-on work. But I'm also excited to um, be working uh, with Matt on an ongoing basis online because I think what we're offering is, here is quite special where... Uh, I'm helping people with their physical uh, well-being and connecting them in with body awareness and uh, how they can improve and move forward with their body work goals. Uh, But we don't want just to fall off the end there. What more can they do? And I also feel with some of my clients, um, they can do with a bit of extra support with maintaining motivation where they need to pursue their exercises or even because many of my clients are driven very driven where they need to hold back a bit and pace themselves and that in itself is the task that they need for themselves whether they're exercising or in their wider life and I I feel again working with Matt's is where he can help with those kinds of 
people to keep them on track, keep them moving forwards at a steady pace. So we were talking about um, questions earlier in the day. One that uh, is quite interesting, actually, the top tip for mind-body connectedness to get you through the day. You probably both got different angles on that, but... um, we come to you first. Yes, yes. Let me start so, so with, with a physical one. Um, and, you know, a lot of these things sound obvious um, when you hear them as a sound bite. So if I may, I'll just explain a little more about it. So my first one is uh, be aware of how your body is in whatever position you are. So I don't know if your listeners are currently sitting or standing or driving, walking down the street... Um, But being aware of how your body's feeling, is it feeling nice and relaxed and flowing or is it a struggle to um, stay seated upright, uh, to stay, um, uh, if you're standing in one place, are you finding that you're having to shift your weight, are you finding that you're developing lower back pain? So the first thing I'd advise anyone is to become more body aware, just observe what's happening to your body. And then, of course, you can take remedial action if needed. And quick, quick tip, if I may, you know, if you're working at in an office uh, kind of environment, make sure your screen is at eye level. Make sure you have some kind of support for your lower back so that you're sitting nice and upright. Uh, screen and back support, absolutely get those in place before you go and see any, any therapist. Very good tip. Thank you. And, and uh, Max, what about you from a psychological perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the way we feel in our bodies, we, we already sort of touched on it, it can, can really influence how we feel in our, in our minds. Um, and, you know, I, I could give you lots of different tips on how to, to feel better in general. But uh, one of the things I would suggest to people, uh, which, which often people find really useful, is, is you know, whatever you're, you're finding challenging, whatever you're uh, struggling with, whether it's anxiety, confidence, whether it's how you feel uh, physically, is to, to keep a keep a list of, of things that you've already achieved. Keep a list of things that you you're proud of. Uh, things that you it, it might vary from things that you might have uh, done for others. How you've helped others. You know what people might have said to you in terms of positive comments. Things that you're you're proud of having achieved both physically and, and um, in other areas of your life. Just keep a list to hand. And if you're ever finding things challenging, just pick that up go through it and you'll see how how uh, easily that, that will change how you feel great tip thank you very much and you've both been kind enough to join brooklyn's radio for our month of springing to action so thank you for that and you're also kind enough to offer a prize during the month so uh, what would be interested is to understand what that prize is absolutely so uh, again we're super excited about this so so sultan and i have come together to create something really special we feel for your listeners um so so we're offering a prize uh which is a uh, a joint um foundation program with with sultan and myself so uh, that will consist of a a a joint consultation so three world consultation uh, online uh, and then a a session with uh, sultan and a session with myself with that being appropriate, of course, uh, following the consultation, uh, and then a, um, a three-way um, consolidation session uh, as well uh, after that to, to discuss how that went and potential for the future. Sounds really good. Thank you for that. Uh, what we haven't mentioned yet is if people want to get hold of you, if they want to learn more about your specialists, where do they go? 
in, in my case, uh, they can go to my website, uh, which uh, if I if I say this to you now, it might be difficult to write down because it's my full name, <laughs> which is matscolbjornson.com. Um, or they can email me as well, get in touch at matscolbjornson.com. It might be worth actually spelling Cole Bjornson for us. Shall I do that? Please. Yeah, so it's K-O-L-B-J-O-R-N-S-E-N.com. Thank you very much, Matt. And what about you, Zoltan? Well, I'm going to cheat and suggest to people they go to my website, which is adagiohands.com. That's A-D-A-G-I-O hands.com. And uh, drop me a note on that. And the next event that you two guys have got coming up, has has that got a date yet? Has it been booked? Is that something that people can look for? Yes, it has. Um, He says warily looking over at Matt. I think it's the 13th of April at 1.30pm. But yes, and uh, that's a free event. You do need to um, book a ticket to uh, join, and that's on Eventbrite. So... Um, uh, I'm guessing if people uh, look on Eventbrite or our websites, they should find that. And the subject matters that's covering? Yep, this is where we're looking at. The question we're asking is, are your mind and body mutually supportive? Great. Okay. And that's open to the general public. Anyone can come. That's absolutely free session for, for anyone to join. Just uh, book your tickets on, on Eventbrite. Meanwhile, if you're curious to see what this might uh, be like, um, you can check out our uh, respective YouTube channels and they will have uh, other talks uh, available there. Fantastic. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. 